Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. Today's episode is sponsored by Mel Science. Mel Science is a subscription service that offers monthly science boxes, which combines hands-on experiments with VR and AR technologies to engage kids in studying science. Many people are intimidated by science subjects and believe science is boring, difficult, and only for certain types of people. But Mel Science is here to break the stereotype. They strive to make serious science accessible, interesting, and cool. After all, science is about exploration, experiments, discovery, and asking questions, all of which comes naturally to all children. So go check out Mel Science's website right now to get your first kit today. In addition, a 60% discount will be provided for the first month for anyone who subscribes through the link provided in the description. That is M E L Science. Thanks again, Mel Science, for sponsoring this episode. This week, we're going to talk about lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is basically when you're conscious during a dream. Lucid dreams typically happens during the ra- rapid eye movement. We talked about the REM sleep in our last episode. If you don't know what that is, have you ever had lucid dreams? Um, I'm not sure, but I feel like sometimes I can control myself in dreams. Oh, really? I would be like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to go there, and then it would like happen. I would. I would feel like the plot is me walking, and I would see something, and then want to go there, but I'm not sure if like I'm controlling that because it it is me dreaming. It is my brain that's dreaming, mm-hmm. and it is me controlling. So I'm not sure which is which. Oh, that's so interesting. I've actually never had lucid dreams before. Not that I know of. Is that lucid dream though? Like I don't know. Well. Okay, here is another、uh, way that I could tell you're having a lucid dream is that you're aware of your consciousness. So, lucid dream is basically a form of metacognition or awareness of your awareness that you know you know that you're doing this, then and the next thing you want to do something else, and you're aware that you're doing that in your dream. Well, then I would say I do have lucid dreams. And so, yeah, like you said, lucid dreaming basically lets you control what happens in your dream. So, yeah, I would say you've had lucid dreams before. That's so cool. Okay, so lucid dreaming was coined back in 1913 by a Dutch psychiatrist,、uh, which describes dreams in which the dreamer is aware that he is dreaming, like we said before. And、uh, Dr. Stephen Leberge was the researcher that actually took on this Dutch psychiatrist. Thoughts or research on, and brought it into a more modern time. And now that we have, and because of him, we have more knowledge of lucid dream. And his studies indicate that only about one in ten people have lucid dreams regularly. So、oh. do you have lucid dreams regularly? <laughs> I wouldn't even say have I have dreams regularly. So、uh, no, that makes sense. I don't remember my dreams yet, so I wouldn't say yeah. And Leberge that it. Having lucid dreams is actually a skill that anyone can learn, which is quite interesting. And we will get to the part where we could learn that later. So to him, lucid dreaming is not just interesting because you know you could do whatever you want in your own dream. 
It's the fact that it could reflect our consciousness that connects with the brain. So he wants to use lucid dreaming to see how our brains work. And to him, he thinks that this could show that we have considerable, and to him, and I quote him, that this has considerable potential for promoting personal growth and self-development, enhancing self-confidence, improving mental and physical health, facilitating creative problem-solving, and helping people progress on the path of self-mastery. Mm-hmm. And I do think that he is right, because you know how we practice a skill like martial arts, for example, and you practice it to the to the extent that you master it. And lucid dreaming is kind of practicing your, like you're having the control over your own brain and what it's doing. Mm-hmm. Like practicing everything, actually. Yeah, which is quite cool. And he also said that from early childhood, I was interested in understanding how the world worked and assumed I would be some kind of physical scientist or chemist. But the truth was, I didn't know there was another kind of world, the inner world, that was just as interesting, if not more relevant than what was going on in the outside world. I think what he says here is also very interesting because, you know, we're always trying to make sense of how the world is or how it works like we even like us we also talked about the origin of the universe which is our first season and what he's doing here he is trying to look something beyond that beyond something that people actually can see and can touch what he's looking is into ourselves Mm -hmm. however great that uh dr LeBurge has done with his research, there are actually some opposing powers and people out there saying that maybe it's not great to constantly have lucid dreams. Um, People say that it's fine to become conscious in your dreams, but to manipulate your dream, uh, your dreams with something nice is, is not great because, you know, having a bad dream is a sign, a warning sign of something that might happen in the future or a warning sign of what you're going through emotionally. Right, right. I would totally agree. I do feel that doing this and controlling dreams is something that's very unnatural to people and that Mm -hmm. it just feels weird to me Mm -hmm. that some people are trying to control dreams. Yeah, it's kind of like controlling what you're thinking. Big Brother's watching you. Anyways, besides that, a San Francisco psychologist also said that we should be, you know, paying attention to nightmares instead of trying to turn a nightmare into a good dream and trying to, you know, not hide away from the nightmare kind of or ignoring it. But yeah, that's what this psychologist is saying. And to me, it makes sense for sure um, that this may be a sign that we should face our past traumas or something like that instead of trying to turn this into a good thing Mm -hmm. after the break we're going to talk about how to get lucid dreams and what are the benefits and risks of it welcome back Now we're going to talk about how to have lucid dream and the benefits and risks of it. Lucid dreaming sounds very cool. And I actually, I I do want to learn how to do it. So I got this 
list that you guys could do if you're interested in that. Okay, number one, wake initiated lucid dreaming, also known as wild. So basically what you do in this first step is that you will need to lay down and relax until you experience a hallucination called hypnagogic hallucination, which occurs when you're just about to fall asleep. Like, I feel like I've had this type of hallucinations. Have you? What's that? So I'm not sure if this is the exact same thing that it's saying here. I feel like it's when you hear the alarm and you wake up and you, like it's on a school day maybe and you know that you need to like go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, uh, like eat breakfast and stuff, but you just, you're still lying on your bed and you're just thinking about the process of waking up and going to the bathroom. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, like you're about to fall asleep, but you're trying to make sure that you're awake because you need to go to the bathroom and wake up. I totally get it. It's yeah. like when I'm trying to wake up, I I thought I've woken up and then just think about going to the bathroom, putting on my clothes, but it's all in my dream. Yes, 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 exactly. Yes, that's what I think uh, this is talking about here. So we've both had this experience. I guess we've we're both expertise on wild. Okay. Uh step 2, reality testing. So this is this test is basically just to increase your consciousness that um you're aware that you're dreaming. Okay? So the first one is to ask yourself, am I dreaming? I think even asking yourself if you're dreaming is a hard thing to do when you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because you wouldn't really remember to ask yourself. Yeah, like you would just be in a dream and it, it, it's hard to realize that you're in a dream. But yes, if you're able to do that, I think that's a very great first step into realizing that you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second part of this reality test is to check your environment to confirm whether you're dreaming. So you could be basically floating in the air and you would realize that this is something that wouldn't happen in real life and you would know that you're dreaming. Mm -hmm. Part three of this is notice your own consciousness and how you're engaging with your surroundings, like maybe mirrors. If in your dream you're looking at a mirror, you could check your reflection to see if it looks normal or if you are maybe close to a solid object you could run your hands through it and see if your hand would go through like maybe a chair a table or look at your hands if they look normal also you could also check the time if you're dreaming the time on the clock will basically always be changing but if you're awake the time will barely change right so um that is a good way to also check and the last popular reality check is check your breathing like if you pinch your nose you could see if you're still breathing this reminds me of um dreams like swimming or like you're drowning like you could actually basically still breathe but you're dreaming that you're drowning i've never had this type of dream really really yeah never interesting because it's it's actually quite scary these dreams like you feel like you can't breathe but you're in reality still breathing maybe it's because i'm not afraid of water oh maybe maybe that I, i'm not sense. sure though i'm not sure because like i'm i'm scared of the ocean so i guess that makes uh, sense okay yeah um basically i've never gone through like reality check myself 
before. But anyways, moving on to step three is wake back to bed. But I just feel like you wouldn't remember to have reality check. Yeah, it's like you could maybe go to bed and then before you fall asleep, you tell yourself, "I gotta do a reality check if I have a dream." But then、mm-hmm. when you're dreaming, you don't remember it at all. Yeah. Now step three: wake back to bed, also known as WBTB. Very intuitive. Okay. It involves entering REM sleep while you're still conscious. Now, you might wonder how to do that. Step one: you have to set an alarm for five hours after your bedtime. But what if what if your bedtime is only less than five hours? So number one is you set an alarm for five hours after your bedtime, and then you go to sleep as usual. And when the alarm Goes off. Stay up for thirty minutes and do a quiet activity like reading, or do an activity that keeps your brain kind of functioning.、Um, maybe not just reading. You could do maybe write write something like maybe write a journal or something that doesn't really wake you up that much. Something like that, and then do that for like twenty thirty minutes, and then you could go back to.、Mm-hmm. Wow, it requires a lot of work. Yeah, it truly does. It truly does. But once I think you get there, it's really cool.、Um, so basically, this wake back to bed technique would work because you're telling your brain to stay active. I would say, and because you know how your lucid dreams happen during REM sleep, which is where your brain is more active, and waking up to read helps with helps that. Right, it's like forcing you to have a reality check in a way. Yeah, I guess sort of just trying to make sure that you're gonna dream about something and that your brain is awake for that.、Mm-hmm. Okay, now this fourth technique here is mnemonic induction of lucid dreaming, known as mild. Ah,、uh, this is basically a prospective memory which involves setting an intention to do something later. I guess. Okay, so. Um, if you listen to our past last episode, this is kind of similar to the part where you tell yourself to remember your dream. This is kind of like to remember that you're dreaming. So basically, it's that you fall asleep, and as you fall asleep, you think of a recent dream, and then identify the dream sign, like something that's irregular or strange in a dream that doesn't happen in real life, like the ability to fly, or maybe that you're. Hands can run through objects, something like that, and then think about returning to the dream, and then acknowledge that this dream sign would only happen when you're dreaming. And then by then, you have to tell yourself that the next time I dream, I want to remember that I'm dreaming, and then kind of actually recite this phrase into your head and make sure that you remember it, kind of.、Mm-hmm. But to me, I think this is really difficult to do too, because as we've talked about before. Ah,、uh, it's really hard to remember that you're dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and this last one, I think it's one that takes a lot of effort, but definitely the a less disruptive technique to your sleep is keeping a dream journal. So when you dream about something, you force yourself to remember it and then write it down immediately after you wake up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like remembering your dreams. Yeah, and this would help you recognize. Dream signs, 
and enhance awareness of your dreams, which I think it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, these are the five techniques. But to sum it all up, research suggests that a combination of reality testing and wake back to bed and mild, which is mnemonic induction of lucid dreams, work best. But they also take a lot of effort to do. So if you're really into wanting to lucid dream, these are the best techniques. So now that you're able to have lucid dreams, what's important to know is how to wake up. Because now you're in your dream, you're probably enjoying it, but you don't realize that you have to wake up. Wait, can you be stuck in a lucid dream? I think it it, it is a possibility because technically, like like uh, the last episode, we talked about REM sleep, right? Your brain is active, but your muscles are not. So you're kind of like paralyzed on the bed. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could be stuck in a lucid dream. Yeah. Okay, so a few tips on how to wake up. It's to physically call out for help. So it is yelling in your dream, telling your brain it's time to wake up. And if you're able to actually move your mouth, like move your body in some type of way, you are able to wake yourself up. What if someone wakes you up? That works too. Oh. But if you like live by yourself or something like that, Uh, You have to wake yourself up. And the next technique is to blink rapidly. Uh, This would help your mind get ready to wake up. Mm -hmm. And next one is fall asleep in your dream. So if you're aware that you're dreaming, just go back to sleep in your dream. And so then you could wake up in real life. I think this is quite a counterintuitive um, method of waking up, which is pretty cool. And this last tip is to try to read a sign or a book. And this could activate parts of your brain that aren't used in REM sleep. Mm -hmm. So now that we've established how to wake up or, you know, how to have lucid dreams, what are actually the benefits and risks of it? The main benefit that Dr. Stephen LeBerge has talked about is that lucid dreaming could be used to help you become mentally better. Like if you're scared of something, like if you're constantly having the same nightmare, you could actually force yourself to keep being in that dream and see, or, you know, you could do whatever to help that nightmare end. Like maybe your nightmare is that you're being chased by a bad guy. You could actually fight that bad guy in your dream and conquer that person or yeah, that bad guy. And you could know that this nightmare ends in a more pleasant way Mm -hmm. um and this actually also works for patients who have ptsd you know how maybe someone has been at war maybe um they keep hearing like bombs or something like that and they could look for ways within the dream to also fight that and uh change the end of the story yeah yeah that makes sense and there is this another benefit that it could potentially help physical rehab rehabilitation meaning that maybe you are paralyzed waist down and you can't move your legs in reality but within your dream you could you could walk with your legs and this could maybe help your brain uh reconnect the dots all the way to your legs and help you know these motor skills in real life 
Um, but lucid dreaming is not always that great. It comes with risks, right? Uh, the first one is sleep problems because, you know, the wake back to bed, it requires you to wake up in the middle of the night, right? To do a activity, but that disrupts your sleep. So that would cause some sleep disorders if you do that very frequently. Yeah. And this other one is derealization. This would make you feel like uh, your environment and the people around you are aren't real like it makes you kind of like when you're in reality you are kind of like stuck in a dream kind of and these last two is it could also lead to depression maybe because of the lack of sleep or the induction techniques may increase depressive symptoms and the last one is sleep paralysis uh which is which we've mentioned before where we actually have to learn how to wake up from these dreams. Yeah, but it feels very weird. I mean, overall to me, lucid dreaming sounds cool and weird at the same time. Would I like to try these methods? Not necessarily because it takes so much work, but if I could have lucid dreams once or twice, it would be nice. Yeah, like it is a lot of work to just have a dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, But if it is able to help uh you know any mental issues i think people should actually try this out yeah next episode we will be talking about dream analysis thank you for listening to this episode we will upload a new episode every thursday remember to like follow and share our podcasts with your friends and family you could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank, Thank you and bye! bye.